That's right, it's time for the Weekly Review, a podcast for people who want to do a better job of organizing their lives. Whether you're new to task management or you've fallen off the wagon a few times, this podcast is for you. Now, if you haven't done your weekly review yet, hopefully this podcast will inspire you to do so when you finish listening. I'm Jean McDonald, and I am here with my good friend and co-host, James Dempsey. Hey, James, how are you doing today, and have you done your weekly review? Hi, Jean. Uh, I am doing well today, but no, I have not done my weekly review. Well, I am not doing so great today. I just have a little bit of a cold or something, nothing earth-shattering, but I decided to more or less rest in bed the rest of the day today and did not do my weekly review as I might have done if I was feeling more peppy. So um, no, not even a, a little meow from me. <laughs> oh, so I guess let's move to the weekly to-do. The weekly to-do, yeah, the weekly to-do. Gene and James are working through the weekly to-do. Well, James, what was your weekly to-do last week, and have you done it? That's a good question. What was my weekly? T- oh, I was. It was to rest up because I was not feeling well last week. Yes, that's what it was. And I successfully rested up. I I did rest and drank a lot of fluids, and I'm feeling not a hundred percent. I still have a little little cough, but uh, I'm feeling a lot better. You're the only person I I have had contact with in the last week who's been sick. Now I know I can't get get germs through a podcast, but, uh, and I don't think it was a suggestion. I think, I don't know what, I'm a little worn out, but, um, but I managed to do my weekly to-do, which was um, to figure out what was going on with my Lyft driver's permit and get in touch with the Portland Bureau of Transportation. I did. They answered my email almost immediately, which I thought I should have more faith in our public servants than I have. Um, and answered it with an actual answer, not a, uh, you know, not a prefab um, automatic uh, responder type thing. And so basically they told me, yes, um, while my application is still waiting for some kind of vetting from Lyft, I'm um, I can go ahead and drive um, until I get the permanent permit. So so I could drive for Lyft again if I felt up to it. <laughs> and uh, I don't know. I'm not in a rush, though. I, I'm also, um, one, I you know don't feel like it. Two, I, I can't even keep track of what the latest situation with, uh, you know, infection rates of COVID are and, um, our town, but I don't think they're good. But in the meantime, Lyft and a lot of other people dropped their mask mandate. And so um, I can't, you know, count on people being required to be masked. I would wear a mask no matter what. And so the idea of having to deal with people who might not wear a mask, even if I ask them to, it doesn't appeal to me. So I'll probably not drive for a while. I can totally understand that. 
Yeah. I mean, I'm only doing it for fun. So if there was any aspect of it that was unfun, it really wouldn't be uh, worth driving. So I don't know. I probably, you know, I thought about bringing masks with me. and But I, yeah, I just, I don't need the hassle of anybody being annoyed that I would ask them to wear a mask. So yeah, I think I just talked myself out of it here on live podcasting. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and I feel like I've been busy enough with other things. But that was my weekly to do and I did it as well. So what about next week? Do you have a weekly to do on my, in mind? Hmm. Yes, I have to contact the uh, the person who did my fence to do a fence repair. Oh, okay. Did anything happen or just the fence? Uh, a couple of the, the slats have kind of come loose, so uh-huh. – uh, so I think they they just need to be replaced. I don't think it's it shouldn't be a big deal, but it's probably one of those things where it's not a big enough job for him to just send his folks. Last time I had like a minor repair, it kind of waited until he had another actual like full fencing job in the area, so mm-hmm. that you know because it's it's pricey to send a bunch of folks out, you know, mm-hmm. just just to do like probably what a one hour repair, two hour repair. So sure. um, we'll see how it goes. But anyway, uh, the, they've been very good in the past about uh, uh, taking care of things. So Great. Well, my weekly to do next time I talk to you, I should have completed my global entry exam. <laughs> and uh, I did get notice from the county court system that they would postpone my jury duty till August. So that is my for sure thing um, next week that I have to do. And so I'm happy that got taken care of. It's it's kind of an easy weekly to do, though, in the sense that there's no way I'm not going to do it. <laughs> I've been waiting for so long. So, But uh, it's still important it's to still do it. It's still a to-do, yeah. <clears throat> It's still a to-do. So I guess I could say I'm looking forward to this. I mean, it's having waited all this time, it's have a little bit of like, un, I don't know, unwarranted like anticipation and expectation um, just to get it over with. Well, and I find any time dealing with, uh, you know, a bureaucracy, there's always that chance that some little something's out of place and things get fouled up for one reason or another. So yeah. at least for me, there's always like, um, I don't want to call it, I don't think it's irrational stress, but probably more stress than is warranted um, mm-hmm. whenever I have something like that. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so I can totally understand. <laughs> so there was some news this week, James. There's some big news that seems to have rippled through our community uh, made a lot of ripples, and that was the uh, the end of an era in Apple devices. Yes, um, the iPod Touch, the last remaining iPod model, um, is now available while supplies last. 
which means we're going to sell what we have and then we're done. Um, so yes, the end, the end of the iPod as a product line. Yeah, it's mind boggling in some sense. So many, it was, it launched so many, <laughs> so many kinds of uh, like Apple into a whole new realm and it, it, it launched a lot of us into being uh, carriers of a very groovy mobile device. Um, I'm calling it a productivity topic um, just to keep it in line with our uh, podcast theme because I actually used my iPod as a, uh, my iPod mini for to-do list back in the day. Um, there was a way of um, transferring uh, kinkless GTD files to your iPad, iPod, um, and then you could have like your to-do list with you on your iPod. So there you go. Truly and a productivity device. <laughs> you also at some point could put like sync your contacts from your, yes. your computer over to your iPad or excuse me, iPod. And mm -hmm. also, I mean, we are a podcast because yes. of the iPod. We're not a Zoom cast. We're not a Dell <laughs> DJ cast. We're a podcast. Um, <clears throat> and uh, yeah, so just the whole notion of podcasting really was uh, came about as kind of a reaction to everybody having these portable audio devices. Yeah. That's true. So what was your first iPod? Uh, it was the first iPod. The first iPod, yeah. Well, I remember being a little underwhelmed by the original announcement. Because, um, mm -hmm. you know, it, I mean, not that it wasn't a fantastic device in terms of using FireWire to get, like, a lot of songs on the device very quickly. And USB at the time was, like, incredibly slow. Um, just a thousand songs in your pocket was mm -hmm. pretty amazing, especially where, you know, other devices using flash uh, instead of the drives that were in mechanical hard drives that were in the iPad. Most uh, devices had f far fewer songs that they could hold. Um, yeah. And just that, that scroll wheel and that user interface was just amazing. Um but still, when you when Apple comes out and says, you know, we're introducing a new category of device, you're you're imagining anything, um, and it's a music player. But mm -hmm. still, getting your hands on one uh, was pretty amazing. But the the thing I remember most because I was working at Apple at the time is I believe it was October two thousand one that. <clears throat> that uh, it was introduced. And right around that time was also when, uh, right around the time that the dot-com com bubble burst. Mm -hmm. And so the economy wasn't doing great at that time. And I remember we had an all-hands meeting at Apple, um, and Steve Jobs um, basically said, you know, we, you know, our stock price has taken a hit. We're, but you know, we always we like to keep 
excess money around so that, you know, keep our powder dry for bad times. And, and he says, and we're not, you know, we're not going to lay anybody, we're not going to do any layoffs. We're going to innovate our way through this. And we're all very, you know, we're happy to hear that. Um, mm-hmm. but then he says, oh, but, uh, we're going to have to have a, 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 a wage freeze in terms of raises. And we're all like, oh, and then he says, but, Every Apple employee can get purchase an iPod for fifty percent off, and we're like, "Yeah!" And it's like, "Wait a minute, <laughs> <laughs> we just got no raise, and you're, we're all gonna pay you money for an iPod." Um, yet we are still very excited, and it just always—that's one of the 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 moments that just always reminds me of just how. Like powerful a speaker Steve Jobs was mm-hmm. in terms of being able to like set expectations in what he was saying to get you excited about things that after the fact you're like, wait a minute, that might not even be such a great thing. <laughs> <laughs> but I did uh, buy my half price iPod and I still have it somewhere, uh-huh. including the original box because I'm a pack rat, especially with Apple things. Oh, wow. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I was um I I was pretty uh broke around that time um when the iPod was first released. So I didn't even think about it. You know, I I had just started freelancing and I was sort of building my client list and then I um went and volunteered for 4 months in Africa and so I was was when it came out, I remember a couple friends of mine getting it, you know, because I always was, you know, had friends who were in the tech and especially the Apple, uh, you know, related businesses. So, um, but I, I didn't feel too bad because, you know, it was something totally new that I didn't think that I needed. And uh, then, um, but when the mini came out, I was like, I'm getting me one of those. <laughs> I want to try that out. And I loved that thing so much. Like, definitely, it was my first, uh, you know, total device crush, I think you could call it that, where uh, I got the green one, which was and still is my favorite color. And it just was the perfect size. And I, yeah, I loaded it up with songs. I started listening to podcasts. I started, um, I can't remember. Maybe I don't know. I I but I do remember putting on these yeah, the contacts information I thought was really cool, but also um these kinkless GTD files which were omni outliner based files and somehow you could put it in and you could sort of scroll through your tasks and um I don't think I'm sure you couldn't check anything off, but it was really cool to be able to have that because this is before the iPhone as we all know um, so I didn't have anything I was still carrying around paper calendar things like that so um, so yeah it was my first little everything device for for a while and I didn't upgrade it or switch or anything in fact I was sad when they discontinued the iPod mini even though Technically, the Nano was, you know, an improved product. I loved the Mini. I thought it was so 
I just loved the colors. And the Nana, when it first came out, was only white and black, as I recall. I and think you're it, right, yes. It wasn't really that cool, to be honest. Um, so, uh, and it was never about storage for me back then. <laughs> it was about, you know, just having this cool device. And I also, I had the matching iPod shuffle, little green clip, which I thought was really, really groovy. So, yeah, and I kept that iPod mini. I mean, I kept using it um, until I got an iPhone. Um, I, in fact, I have a photo of me at the Apple store waiting for the iPhone, you know, on that first day with my friend Edward, who was my Apple buddy back then. And I said, take a picture of me. And I put out my flip phone and my iPod mini. I said, this is what my new device is going to replace. (laughs) And it did. So I kept the iPod mini. In fact, I only recently, when I moved last year, I decided I'm not holding on to these devices for fun um, because I'm really going minimal. And so they were part of my garage sale or estate sale. And I think somebody bought it, but I don't remember because I just let everything go. So, yeah, that was my first iPod mini. I mean, my first iPod period. And and my second iPod was the iPhone. I never had anything after that. Oh, wow. Did I? What else was there? I mean, then I bought a lot of iPod touches for um, App Camp, but that was different. That wasn't my device that I carried around. I but and that you know the fact that they said they were discontinuing the iPod Touch, um, that was my first thought. Is like, oh shoot, you know that would be hard for if somebody was doing what we were doing back then for App Camp for Girls, which is having devices that the kids could build their their um, apps onto. That's gone now. Um, and over the years, I as a software developer is an indie. I certainly have bought my fair share of iPod touches um, specifically to use as test devices um, because Mm -hmm. I never like installing like the latest beta on the phone that I carry around every day. Um, I know a lot of people do and, you know, with mixed results sometimes, (laughs) but um, I always figure that that phone is pretty pretty important to my day-to-day operations. So um, the iPod Touch was always the least expensive way to get an iOS device, uh, like a, a relatively new iOS device to to use as a, a testing device or to run mm-hmm. betas on. Um, and in fact, I do have a version of the very last uh, model of iPod Touch. So I will hold on to that until they stop uh putting new versions of iOS on it. Yeah, it really is an end of an era, and it was a pretty long era. That is. It's a little over two decades, and um, during that time, just also just seeing that 2001 was when Mac OS X was released. It was uh-huh. the iPod was released, and also I believe it's when Apple opened their first retail store um, That during that year. So a lot of kind of seeds planted that year have really took off with, you know, Mac OS X forming the basis of the 
of iOS on the iPhone and tvOS and HomePod OS and Watch OS, <laughs> all, all the OSs, um, all the Apple OSs at least, um, really found found their core in Mac OS X released way back then. Um, and then the iPod kind of breaking Apple out from being just the Mac company, mm-hmm. um, especially once you could uh, – use an iPod with Windows machines. Um, I mean, yeah. that really helped it really take off. And I think people did love the Mini and then the Nano. It always cracked me up when they went from the Mini to the Nano, which, like, the big difference there was going from, like, it was a smaller hard drive, if it, like an actual spinning disc in the Mini, and mm-hmm. the Nano was... uh uh, flash memory mm-hmm. um so it was able to be smaller and thinner um apple could have just as easily said this is the new version of the ipod mini mm-hmm. and just come out with a flash version of it but no again like the the marketing messages the mini is the most successful music player in the world and we're getting rid of it completely and coming out with this brand new thing called the Nano. <laughs> when it's really, well, or you put flash memory in a mini and made it smaller and changed the name. Um, depending yeah. on how, you know, like, like the framing of that change is as amazing as the, you know, the change in the device itself. And True. that's, that's one thing that I always found, especially during the Steve Jobs' time at Apple was the way he would frame things was always in like the most exciting positive light in a way that you might not like 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 just thinking logically about it you might like well why would why would that be different um <laughs> like what's the big deal of just calling the new one the the new Mini instead of yeah. changing the name and making a big deal about oh we're getting rid of this other thing, um, but boy did that catch on as like a, a giant fit like look at what Apple's doing oh my gosh could you imagine um, it really <laughs> captured people's imaginations not yours because you didn't like black and white only but you know no but I I still believe the hype I just was annoyed um, like. Honestly, James, I never really thought about it until this minute that they could have done that. And uh, when you think about the Nano after the first Nano and how it, like, what, you know, I think the only one I was ever tempted to upgrade to was the Fat Nano, um, which was really a Mini, if you think, you know, I mean, it could have been called the Mini as well. Like, it's, there was, it was more of a form factor for me too and also a nice finish which the original nano didn't have Mm -hmm. um so well whatever good job good job steve jobs you still (laughs) it took only took me um let's see 18 years to uh catch on to the fact that that was just pure marketing (laughs) or a marketing choice at least i mean it was i mean it was a different product in the sense that they changed what kind of storage was in it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, when they went from spinning hard drives on on Macs to 
flash memory. They didn't suddenly call it a different kind of Mac. No. Um, so it was definitely a marketing choice, but boy, what a brilliant one. <laughs> <clears throat> and then the shuffle was brilliant too, right? How do we make this cheaper? Let's take the screen off of it so you don't know what the heck is going on. <laughs> but then let's sell that as a feature. Yeah. Random is the better than knowing what's coming next. <laughs> and we'll call it the shuffle. It's like, and then, be, hey, it's cheap. It's like 99 bucks or whatever it was. And sure, there's no screen and you really don't know what song is playing until you play it. But <laughs> but boy, it's random. It's a shuffle. This is fantastic. Like, that is That's true. pure That's marketing. Right. That's right. Like, take the, the thing you removed... That's giving you the cost savings and which yeah. is the biggest drawback and spin it as the biggest feature. That's really true. I hadn't really thought about that either. I mean, I was not at all in, enticed by the original shuffle. Um, you know, the one that looked like, you know, a few sticks of gum. Yes. Like the land uh, came with the lanyard. Lanyard. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but that I think turning it into a clip. Mm was brilliant and that really like captured the whole reason that people liked the shuffle which was you weren't going to be looking at a screen anyway um so what did it you know just load up load it up and go right and so yeah uh <laughs> i haven't there hasn't been anything i feel like there hasn't been anything since that i got, had that that same feeling of like, oh, such great tech, you know, such cute, lovable technology. I mean, maybe the uh, the HomePod Mini is is pretty cute. It looks the HomePod like. Mini is pretty cute. Yeah, but I almost feel like putting little uh, little baby Yoda ears on mine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, oh well, the uh, the iPad Mini that I just got. You know, I was super excited to get it, and I still love that form factor for an iPad. Um, so, yeah, I did have a little bit of that, like, oh, I, I love this new thing. It's so um, it's so good, and I don't know, but I think there's something about also the iPod, even though I'm trying to make the case, oh, it's kind of a productivity tool, it was more associated with kind of fun <laughs> or oh, yes. entertainment. And so um, when I look at the iPad, um, while I can be entertained with the iPad, it also has a lot of my uh, work-related stuff. You know, it can be done used for work as well. Hello, IRS, if, in case you're listening. That is a work device for me. <laughs> but, you know, it's... It, it, it it doesn't have quite the unadulterated pleasure um that i had with uh, say the ipod mini or the the shuffle and of course you could also use the ipod for um you know if if listening to say nonfiction audiobooks was your thing um mm -hmm. that's a productivity well and podcasts right people would often yeah. put those on their 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 iPods on their way to work or what have mm -hmm. you while commuting, um, which is certainly a productivity hack. Um, but you know, there 
the commercials were all those silhouettes dancing with their iPods and their white earbuds in. There were very few, if any, commercials of people sitting on a bus listening <laughs> to, uh, you know, the audiobook version of Getting Things Done. Um, I don't think that that made – I think that commercial <laughs> didn't make the cut. Uh, that's so funny. Well – do you have any final words you want to say about the iPod? Uh, just uh, farewell to the iPod. Um, <laughs> it's it's so strange also. Um, like, it does start to, like, start. It makes you feel a little old to know, like, you were already deep into the Apple ecosystem as a Mac user when it showed up. And then... Got to see, you know, all of its iterations, see it rise. And then you're still a member of the Apple ecosystem over 20 years later when it's, when it's on its way out. It's kind of like, boy, I've been here a while. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Well, um, I, I'm glad I had those moments with my iPod mini and shuffle. And I'm glad that they helped usher me into the era of the iPhone. And, of course, the iPhone is among its three great features is that it's a it's an iPod. That's true. With everything else. We won't forget that. Very, very true. We won't forget you, iPod. We won't forget you. We won't forget yeah. you. <laughs> People who came after the iPod will forget it. Because remember the iPod? Okay. Uh -huh. Okay, Grandpa. Um, but we won't forget it. No, we will not. So I think it's time to wrap up and get back to getting things done. Listeners, if you want to share any of your favorite iPod moments with us, feel free. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. You can find us on the internet at theweeklyreview.fm on micro.blog and on Twitter. We are at The Weekly Review. And you can also email us at say hello at theweeklyreview.fm. It would be great if you would rate or review this podcast. It helps people find us. It helps um, us get new listeners. And it makes us smile when we hear what you think. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you at the next Weekly Review. Thanks. You got some things you want to get done. And still enjoy a bit of organizational fun There's a lot of things you can